Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On this week's episode, I have one of my amazing health coaches, Laura Hopolowski, on the show, and she is going to be talking all about the fact that I have candida. I think that I've talked to the majority of you through my Instagram and kind of shared a little bit about my experience having this bacterial overgrowth, um, and I thought it would be awesome to have her on the show and just kind of talk you guys through what it's like, the protocol, um, the symptoms, and just kind of give you guys a little um, sneak peek as to what's been going on with me and what she recommends and what she found with my lab results. Um, So we actually kind of dig into some of the information that's been um, circulating and I've been kind of sharing with you guys, but in a little bit more depth. And we kind of talk more about why it happened and where my training and where my intention with just being a little bit slower and doing a little bit less, how all those things together is going to not only serve me and my gut, but just my future health. So let's tune into the episode now. If you guys like the episode and you want to hear more, please head over to my website, www.balancewithsam.com, or you can head over to Spotify or iTunes if you want to leave me some love on iTunes, stars, a review, ratings, everything. I love it. Um, and if you are listening to the podcast, screenshot it at whatever point you find most valuable and tag me on Instagram at Salty Lifts. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think. All right, let's tune into the episode now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, you guys. On today's episode, I have an amazing person in my life who has helped me so much over the past eight and a half weeks. Um, my health coach from Cabral Wellness Institute, Laura Halupowski. Um, she is a registered dietitian and health coach over at the Cabral Wellness Institute, and she has been helping me with Candida. Welcome, Laura. <laughs> Sam, thanks so much for having me today. Yeah, I'm so excited we could do this and talk and give everyone the details of what's been going on. (laughs) Absolutely. Excited to be here. And so as Sam said, I'm a registered dietitian with a focus in integrative health. And I work with a team of other integrative health practitioners over at the Cabral Wellness Institute. And so we're also in Boston, Mass. So local to you, but we work with clients all over the world. That's awesome. How did you um, end up at Cabral Wellness? Sure. So I, my background is in nutrition. I went to school um, and have a science degree studying nutrition and wellness and have always been interested in the functional side of health. Of course, in nutrition and dietetics, you first have to go to school from a clinical perspective and work in hospitals. And I realized that just really wasn't the area that I was focused in. I wasn't able to follow through with people and truly help them to see changes. And so um, a friend of mine actually was working with Dr. Stephen Cabral and reached out to me and was like, I know that this is a great fit for you. And that's how I kind of fell into 
this line of work and I just absolutely love it. And so we are most frequently working with individuals who have digestive concerns, whether it's parasites, yeast, bacteria, different food intolerances or sensitivities, people struggling with endocrine disorders, autoimmune, um, and also just those that are looking to optimize their health from a preventative standpoint and um, get ahead of things before, you know, other chronic conditions start to mount. Yeah, for sure. No, and I think that's actually how I found out about um, Dr. Cabral was a friend of mine, Marcy, who was like, you got to listen to this guy's podcast. Cause for everyone that's listening, if you aren't listening to Dr. Cabral's podcast. He releases a podcast, what, like every day, every single day, even weekends. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And so he's just like a wealth of knowledge. And, um, because he, you know, you guys are a naturopath like practice. I was like, Oh, I would love to go that route, especially from everything that I've been dealing with in a digest, like from a digestive standpoint. And it's like, don't really want to go the antibiotic route. Um, so when I found you, I was like, yes, let's do the damn thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so from a functional standpoint, we're not diagnosing, treating, or curing disease. Um, so what we're doing in our practice is identifying the root causes of quote-unquote disease and working to restore a state of equilibrium or homeostasis within the body. And so it just truly is, I think, such a forward and um, exciting way to think about health as opposed to the other end of the spectrum where, you know, we're prescribing pharmaceuticals and medications to mask and cover symptoms rather than figuring out why do you have these digestive issues? Why do you have skin concerns? Or um, why is your mood impacted by, you know, what you're eating? Yeah, 100%. And I think for everyone listening, if you aren't aware, um, I didn't know that I had candida, obviously, until Laura and I started working together. But I was experiencing a lot of digestive issues. I had really bad like acne as well. Um, I, I knew I was lactose intolerant, but I was super bloated, super gassy, constipated, like just all of these things that made me feel gross. Um, and as a coach myself, it's really uncomfortable helping other people when you don't even feel good about yourself, even just from a digestive standpoint, like your gut, it's like, it's so connected to your brain and like how you feel. And so I wanted to just, you know, invest in myself so I can help you guys even better. Um, so that's when I found Dr. Cabral office and I found Laura and we connected and started working together and so I wanted to get her on the podcast to kind of go over our process together from like intro discovery call to our my labs um, the process the protocol and now kind of where I'm at so yeah I'm excited <laughs> well I'm excited to share yeah. um, so I can just dive right in and explain how we get started in our practice if you'd like yeah that's perfect all right so our private concierge practice is generally structured over the course of 12 weeks. However, we continue to work with people um, because we know that, you know, you don't end up somewhere in 12 weeks, so it takes longer to restore optimal health. Um, and so within the first three week, 12 weeks, we have three structured appointments. And in the goal of our first appointment, our conversation is really trying to gain an understanding of where you've been um, with your health, your primary concerns, the predominant symptoms that you're dealing with, what you've tried in the past that either has or hasn't worked so that we're not duplicating the same measures. And then this helps me to determine what additional information we can benefit from, from functional medicine testing. Mm 
Mm. And so we can also incorporate outside lab work from other practitioners um, and from your PCP, because of course, from a functional perspective, we're looking at much tighter reference ranges um, when things are you know, within normal limits or beginning to trend out of normal limits. And so we really use this appointment as, I try to think of it like I'm almost like a detective and I'm trying to figure out um, all the different symptoms or things that could point in different directions of what might be going on. Yeah. So really trying to think about even the less obvious things from, of course, you know, your digestion, your energy, your mood, but you know, is there anything funky going on with your tongue or um, do you have any other strange like respiratory concerns or things that could be pointing me um, to different, you know, signs? Yeah. So when, when we had our first call, um, I think from, from my perspective, anyways, you were asking me all these questions and I had, you know, answers that I, I pretty much shared like with my, whatever's going on in my gut. Um, but a lot of it came down to realizing how much I was doing at the time. Like I was, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of, you and two other people at that same exact point in my life are like, Hey, Sam, you got to slow the hell down. Like you're lifting weights so often. Like you're, you're doing a lot, you're doing yoga, you're coaching, you're, you're not slowing down. And, um, that was kind of, I know for me at least the moment where I realized like, Oh shit, like this maybe is connected somehow. Like my gut's Mm -hmm. probably yelling at me. Like it's kind of (laughs) mad. Yeah, absolutely. And we can totally dive into the science of that towards the end of this call too, because there's just so much emerging information about the mind gut connection. And so in our conversation, what I really deduced was that you were struggling with some persistent digestive issues, irregular bowel movements, um, family history of some intolerances, and you were struggling specifically with certain foods that were kind of um, like triggers for me. And I could um, identify potential issues in regards to your ability to um, not metabolize like carbs and different onions, garlics, cruciferous vegetables, um, and then also tying in your skin concerns. So to me, I just wanted to look into our gut testing um, from there to determine what could be contributing to this. Yeah. So I guess like at the end of our call, right, I know I remember you recommending like, okay, we're going to do some tests just to see like what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you kind of walk the audience through like what that looks like and kind of what you recommended based on what you heard from me? Absolutely. So we offer a wide variety of functional medicine testing. And so the two tests that I had recommended and prioritized for you to go forth with were the food sensitivity test and an organic acid test. And so the food sensitivity test is looking at an IgG or an immunoglobulin G response, which is a delayed inflammatory response to foods. And these are harder to identify because they differ from an IgE or an allergic reaction, which would, you would know the symptoms, you know, it could result in itchiness or hives, even swelling or closing of your throat versus an IgG reaction is delayed. So it can be impacting you in the days or even just hours after eating. And the symptoms can be more subtle. So it can contribute to increased inflammation, um, skin issues, decreased energy, headaches, or digestion changes or mood changes as well. Mm. And so with you struggling with some intolerances, but not really being able to identify or pinpoint other things, um, that was one thing that I wanted to look at for sure. And especially with um, acne being a concern of yours. 
And then the organic acid test is a urine test that's looking at the presence of yeast, bacteria, or different fungal metabolites. We're looking at how different metabolic pathways are working, neurotransmitter synthesis, and then an array of nutritional markers as well. So this test is awesome. It has 76 different markers and we are able to gain a ton of valuable information from that test. Yeah. I remember seeing the, getting the email from you, I think, and looking like scrolling through and I was like, what are all these numbers? <laughs> and that's why it's so important to go through as someone that's trained and understands what it means because, um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't necessarily understand how to read an organic acid test and then recommend the right approach from there. So, um, you came to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Um, so can you share a little bit about like what you found, um, for both? Absolutely. Tests? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I, I want to highlight too, that after our first appointment, it does take a couple of weeks for their results to come through. Um, functional medicine, and testing is just a little bit slower. Um, it's something where we sent the lab to you and completed it. You did it at your house um, and then sent it back to the lab. And in that time period, we had talked about really focusing on how could you incorporate more you time um, and focusing on stress reduction because of that, you know, very strong linkage between your gut and your brain. And so I, I believe we had set goals in regards to you kind of like finding more chill time in the morning and um, make prioritizing you time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so, and you did it. I remember a second appointment, you really had yeah. gone through with it. Yeah. And so um, at our second appointment, we covered the results of your organic acid test and food sensitivity test. And we did find some interesting and exciting information. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Loch Ness lo monster living in me. <laughs> Not quite. Um, <laughs> uh, so with your food sensitivity test, which wasn't surprising, we did see an inflammatory response to dairy and you had, um, you know, family history of lactose intolerance and had noted that you weren't tolerating it that well. Um, so with the food sensitivity test, we recommend an elimination diet based upon the level of a response that we saw. Um, to the food. And so your highest responses were to dairy and then to eggs. And you were having some eggs for breakfast intermittently. So that was one thing that we had decided to pull out from the diet. Yeah. And so based on the levels of inflammation, we remove it from the diet for a certain period of time. And then during that removal period, we're really focusing on optimizing your gut health so that if you are then to reintroduce the food down the line, um, hopefully you're not seeing that same level of inflammation. Yeah. And we run these tests all the time for people where we run them prior to implementing our measures and then afterwards, and we're able to see the levels of inflammation on the food sensitivity test decrease drastically. Yeah. I remember when you told me I couldn't have eggs. I was like, I'm going to cry. I love eggs. You were like, one day we might be able to eat them again. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not that we have to pull everything out forever. It's just allowing your body a time to heal, um, reduce the inflammation, and then focus on optimizing gut health and yeah. then testing it down the line. Yeah. You're like, it's okay, Sam. We're going to be good. <laughs> We're going to be good. We give you other breakfast options. There are egg alternatives out there for baking and replacing eggs at this point. So this is the time to be alive and having to yeah, replace no kidding. About it because there's just so many alternatives. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so with your organic acid test, um, this is the test that's a little bit harder to decipher. Um, and, you know, it's six 
seven pages of information. Um, and what I found with interpreting your organic acid test, which wasn't surprising to me based upon our initial conversation was that you did have um, markers that showed metabolites for yeast and bacteria. And so on the first page of the test, we'll see that there are yeast and bacterial actual markers. And then throughout the rest of the test, there are markers that can be influenced by the presence of yeast and bacteria. So they're metabolites. Sure. Right. And so we also saw that your neurotransmitter metabolites were on the lower end. Um, and so neurotransmitter is the most popular one that you know, listeners may have heard of as serotonin, um, which is something that is synthesized in the gut. And so we saw that your synthesis of this was impacted, which potentially was by yeast or bacteria um, influencing the production of this. And also looks at different nutritional markers. We saw that um, you were slightly low in some B vitamins. Your vitamin C was quite low, which wasn't surprising. Um, and so we had talked about you know, both supplementation and nutrition intervention to try and boost these markers and um, try and optimize your stores. Yeah. With the, um, with the serotonin um, metabolite, can you talk a little bit more about that and like how that's maybe shown in actual life? Like how that's resulted, I guess, in, in me or like how it can be, I guess. Sure. Sure. So um, it's, estimated that about 95% of serotonin, and that's the neurotransmitter best known for producing feelings of happiness, um, is synthesized in the gut. And so therefore anything that's affecting your ability to digest, absorb, or utilize nutrients can impact your ability to produce adequate amounts of serotonin. Of serotonin. And so things that can influence that would be yeast or bacteria, parasites. Um, and so we wanna make sure that we're addressing those factors First, it also can be related to vitamin and mineral deficiencies. So if you're not getting enough B vitamins in the diet, specifically B6, which is a precursor to serotonin, um, it can decrease the ability to produce it. And so low levels of serotonin are linked with low mood. So mm -hmm. serotonin can be, you know, influenced by diet. It's also influenced by exercise and incorporating things into your life that help you to feel happy. So just like spending time with puppies or <laughs> friends, <laughs> literally things like that are what actually produce serotonin in the body. Uh, yeah. But we just want to make sure that our gut's in a good place so that we can make as much of it as possible. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't even like really realize that until we had that call. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, whoa, that makes mm -hmm. so much sense because it's not like I was depressed, but it definitely didn't feel like, I didn't feel like myself like the, the full, like energetic, excited, like happy Sam that I know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it happened too. Like when I felt bloated, like when I just felt kind of gross. Um, and it makes sense. It's like, okay, well, if your gut's not happy, then there's a, you know, lower levels of serotonin. So, and you don't feel happy. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can just keep going with this because this is a really exciting area of nutrition and health that is emerging right now. And so we have a developing understanding of the complexity of our microbiome, but we need so much more. Um, there's so much more research that's needed. Um, so we know that our gut microbiome contains over a hundred trillion microorganisms that influence our physical and our mental health. And it's involved in most of our biological pathways notably signaling to the brain. Yeah. So are you familiar with the gut-brain axis? Yes, a little, but for everyone listening, they may, may not be, so you can go for it. <laughs> sure. 
So we're just now starting to understand that along the gut-brain axis, there's a constant communication between the gut and the brain traveling along something called the vagus nerve. And so our automatic or autonomic nervous system has two different parts. We have the sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for that fight or flight response. Which you might find that you're like slipping into when you start to feel a little bit jittery or you can feel like your heartbeat racing. And generally, the sympathetic nervous system, you know, the point of it is to save us from life threatening events like being chased like a tiger. Um, but in our society today, with everything just being go, 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 we're finding that it's activated when you're sitting in traffic and you're frustrated or you're, you know, struggling at work in a stressful situation. Um, we also have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest system. And this is responsible for repairing our system, um, feelings of connection, love, and friendship. And optimally, our automatic nervous system is kind of stimulating both the sympathetic and parasympathetic to balance each other out. We really want to be in more of that rest and digest state um, because we know that the sympathetic state is more damaging to our system. Mm. And so when we're in more of that fight or flight state, it decreases our ability to digest, absorb, and synthesize neurotransmitters um, and produce enough serotonin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Like, I'm like, yes, that is me. Like I was doing way too much. And it's, yeah, it's, it's actually probably a blessing in disguise that we, you know, I found you and we started working together when we did before it spiraled even more out of control, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. And it, and if you're rushing through like mealtime, especially, um, we know that if you're stressed, whether it's just like the pace of eating, you're sitting at your desk on your laptop while you're working, we all know that that happens. Um, or if you're like eating in the car, it's actually impacting our ability to break down food and absorb the nutrients from them. So then that's going to in turn impact our health and the functionality of every other system in our body. And when we're stressed um, or we're impacted by other mood disorders, it actually can affect something called peristalsis, which is the movement and contractions of our GI tract. And so this can exacerbate inflammation or actually put you at risk for infection. And so, um, I mean, the mind gut access is so strong. Think about it. This is explains why, um, like if you're nervous before something, you'll get a stomach ache, um, you get butterflies in your stomach on a first date, you get nauseous before a presentation. Um, so it's so in strongly connected. Yeah, that's incredible. I, we could do a whole nother episode on this. <laughs> <At some point. laughs> I get really excited about this topic. <laughs> I love it. No, it's so exciting. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I guess we figured out that I was doing way too much in fight or in fight or flight for mm-hmm. a little too much of my day. Um, and so yeah, like you said, we ran those tests, got the results, and then I guess do you want to kind of talk about um, what happens after you share those results with me and like what those next steps were that you had me take and why? Absolutely. And so do you want me to dive in and just explain a little bit about Candida um, for your audience? Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. So what we did find on your test were elevated markers for Candida and bacteria. And so um, we do have a 12-step or 12-week approach to address Candida, um, but I'll first explain, you know, how you can become susceptible to increased Candida. 
Uh, candida is a type of yeast that we have naturally in some small levels throughout our system, in our intestines, on the skin. Um, and you are have likely heard of it from like a vaginal yeast infection. Sometimes people get oral yeast infections. Um, but due to a variety of factors, such as having a weakened immune system, intestinal dysbiosis, which is too much bad bacteria to good, prolonged use of pharmaceuticals, or high levels of stress, um, candida, like bacteria, can begin to overgrow. And so when we have an overgrowth of bacteria, typically the symptoms, as some of what you were dealing with, would be bloating, gas, altered bowel movements, skin rashes, brain fog, and fatigue. Um, another sign of internal yeast overgrowth would be an external display of it, so in the form of a yeast infection or a skin or toe fungal infection. And so our approach um, incorporates both supplements and diet to eradicate the overgrowth and then repopulate the gut with healthy bacteria. So the supplements are specifically targeting the yeast and bacteria, and the diet itself is essentially starving out the yeast and bacteria. So we're removing foods that rapidly ferment in the gut and make really good food for candida and bacteria. Mm -hmm. I think of candida as like little bugs. That's like in my head when I'm like, okay, bugs, like we're going to die now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so the protocol itself is 12 weeks. And so each month there's three different supplements that progress and become stronger. And so we start with um, smaller amounts of good bacteria and then we progress and add more and more in so that by the end um, we're incorporating a probiotic that has seven different strains of bacteria um, to make sure that we're continually adding in good cultures to the gut because it is something that can be it's changed. Our microbiome will, you know, some people start off with an imbalanced microbiome from birth, um, dependent upon, you know, whether you had a vaginal birth, whether you were um, a C-section, whether you were breastfed or not. Um, and then of course, throughout our lifetime environment can impact the state of our microbiome. And so it's just so important to be thinking about optimizing your gut health through, you know, probiotics and adding in fermented and cultured foods, but there's a time and a place. So um, in that candida protocol, we're cutting out some of those items and really just focusing on eradicating. And then in the second phase, which you'll be transitioning to soon, um, which is our gut rebuilding protocol, that's when we're starting to add back in foods, liberalizing the diet and really adding in things that do continue to culture and populate healthy bacteria. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get yeah. to phase two. The finisher phase is fun um, because you're taking just a regular probiotic, you're getting to eat more foods, and then we're incorporating a supplement that helps to support the lining of the gut wall. So it's rich in glutamine, licorice, aloe, lots of vitamin A and zinc. And it has a wonderful chocolate flavor. It's one of my favorite supplements in our line. <laughs> <laughs> just start eating it for fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, people do just continue to take it because they enjoy the taste of it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess with everyone listening, um, obviously we figured out that I had candida, that I was going to move forward with the 12-week protocol of Laura and kind of do some intermediate, intermediate check-ins. Um, and I guess at the beginning of my um, supplementation and this like elimination diet, I know I was experiencing some um, some symptoms just from like the die off. And mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that and then I can share like 
what they were, or if you want to even share, like, what are some common ones for people to experience? Yeah, so in the process of eradicating yeast and bacteria, it is common for people to experience what are known as die-off symptoms. And so this can generally be an exacerbation of your initial symptoms. So sometimes people will see um, an increase in bloating or gas, um, an increase in constipation or actually diarrhea. And then we also can see sometimes people start to get like candida rashes, um, but this is certainly not for something that happens to everyone. Um, but we do just like to let people know that that's a potential in this process. Yeah. And I definitely experienced that because at first, I remember the first few weeks I had messaged you and I was like, um, is this normal? I feel way worse. <laughs> Am I done? That's your body trying to get rid of it. And so it, the same goes for like sometimes even getting rid of like a parasite, like things sometimes get worse before they get better. You have to climb over that hill. And that's why it's nice to be able to be working with a health coach that can guide you and say, no, like it's okay. Keep going. This is normal. Or tell you when to back off and try something um, a little bit less intense to see if it helps you get through it easier. Yeah, yeah. And I think having you, just knowing that I could like email you, that was helpful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a unique service because you can't really ever just email your doctor and expect a response. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so with the supplements, obviously I'm taking like, I don't know, how many supplements, do you even know how many supplements I'm taking right now? Yeah. So I have your label pulled up. So for the CBO protocol, you're just taking three supplements. Um, and then we had talked about a couple different additional supplements to support you in other ways. And so through our conversation, I had, you know, realized that you weren't getting enough omega-3s in just through uh, fatty fish, which is the best way. So we had added in an omega-3 support supplement. We were incorporating digestive enzymes to help um, with some of your digestive concerns and also to increase the uptake of nutrients. Um, we had you on a multivitamin just to cover kind of like your basis at this point. Um, so you were doing the DNS powder, correct? Mm -hmm. So that's our daily nutritional support powder, and it's a pea and rice protein blend that has an activated multivitamin in it. So it's a really nice way to um, reduce the amount of capsules that you take in a day, um, but also have an easy and nutrient-packed breakfast. And so that's typically how we like most clients in our practice to start their day with a smoothie like that, and then potentially our daily fruit and vegetable blend, which is a greens powder. And then um, we had also incorporated a product called Adrenal Soothe for you, um, with stress being kind of one of your predominant concerns. It contains adaptogens and other calming properties like L-theanine, rhodiola, to soothe cortisol output and help you get more into that rest and relaxed state that we want you to be in. For sure. Yeah, and I think that kind of paired with the exercise recommendations that you guys gave me, like mm -hmm. I was going from like working out probably like six days a week, like, you know, maybe sometimes even that seventh day doing something, even if it wasn't as hard, like as strenuous, still something, um, and just not giving, not I guess giving myself enough time and spending enough time on me, mm -hmm. um, not sleeping enough, so I remember with that, um, with that protocol, like in the instructions, you're like, okay, three times a week, 30 minutes, maybe 45. If you're feeling right. like, don't do cold showers, like stay in the warm, go in the sauna, sleep, meditate, don't move, yeah. you yeah, know, absolutely. You're walking. And I was like, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember being a little resistant towards wanting to do that at first just because 
of the nature of, I guess, who I am and what I've always been doing is exactly that, like doing. So that was, I think, one of, even though like all the supplements and all this gut stuff, I think that was the biggest like change for me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, I do have to slow down. Yeah. And sometimes optimizing health can be totally counterintuitive. So we often are emphasizing for people to like cut down on workouts, cut down on the intensity or eat more food to lose weight. And so um, it's not always your intuition that's guiding you in the right direction in that sense. And there's a time and a place for really intense exercise. And when your body's trying to heal from something like candida and yeast, and you want to direct energy towards that and then be focusing on more restorative and regenerating movement at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I noticed a huge shift for me while starting that, doing all of this, you know, slowing, more mindful work mm-hmm. um, and just being like, yeah, that this is all in the same like alignment. So that felt like the right path for me. Yeah. And we see this all the time with clients where um, they're over-exercising, under-eating, and not seeing any results, like not seeing muscle gain or weight loss. And really, it's because you're putting your body in a stressed out state. Exercise is stressful. And so you have to find that right balance that allows your body to heal and optimize and work optimally. Yeah, for sure. And we're getting there. <laughs> I'm week eight, I think, out of 12 right now. Or- yeah. Yep. So in the last week of the CBO protocol, and you've already experienced a change in your digestion, correct? Yes. It's been huge. Um, I know that my, I think my bloating and inflammation has gone down and I've probably, I haven't weighed myself, but I do know like even just some photos, I'm like, mm-hmm. it looks like I just lost five pounds of bloat. Yeah. Mostly yep. from my lower stomach. Like, and that's where I would feel bloat, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's amazing. And we do see people start to notice, you know, everybody is different. Um, some people notice it in the first week. Sometimes it takes half the protocol. Sometimes it takes the full protocol. Um, but it's just important to maintain that positive mindset throughout and keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting over the hill and moving forward. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know that, you know, you too had mentioned that you were better able to identify when things weren't making you feel good. So um, you had like gone out for like a pizza or something. And then, you know, the next day just been like, oh, that totally wasn't the right thing for my body. And that's what happens when you become really in tune with your nutrition and, you know, what good can really feel like. Um, And then when you introduce something that doesn't work for you, it just, you know, so bad, you don't really want to do it again. Right. It's like not worth it. Like it tastes yeah. so good in the moment. And after you're like, fuck, I messed up. <laughs> Although the pizza was good. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And you know, we're totally um, proponents of the 90, 10, 80, 20 rule. Yeah. Um, life is a balance. We, and food should bring joy. So we're not trying to be um, the ones that take away all of the food. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make so that your most common habits are healthy and that you're enjoying things that you love just maybe less often (laughs) yeah I love that and I mean that's what what I promote with my clients too so it's yeah it felt almost very natural to start working together with you because I mean that's part of the reason why I think I wanted to go this route and not like let's you know call on the back end and respond to an issue down the line like Mm -hmm. I'd rather present it now with good habits and um just like a more natural approach rather than like antibiotics, which are going to kill both good and bad. Right. Um, 
and not necessarily introduce more good because I mean, I have been prescribed antibiotics multiple times and never has a doctor said, take a probiotic with it. So they're just not providing you with that guidance. And then that's, you know, where people do end up seeing us is they've gone through many rounds of antibiotics or pharmaceuticals. They've, you know, taken steroids and it's impacted their GI tract. And so then they're immunocompromised. I mean, we know that 70 to 80% of our immunity lies within our GI tract. So if that's not in a good place, then we're more susceptible to developing other things. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I didn't know that's that. That's, yeah. that's nuts. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so most of the time in our practice, what we do find is that there's some sort of dysbiosis in the gut there's you know something that's impacting its ability to functionally optimally um and in turn is impacting the other systems in the body yeah so i guess moving forward um i have four more weeks um as part of the 12 week plan and then after that it will be the gut rebuilding Mm -hmm. um and then I go off and fly like a butterfly into the (laughs) into the wild and (laughs) do my thing um do you want to just touch upon briefly like what that will look like after and what your hopes are or what, you know, what the goal is after the protocol is over? Absolutely. And so, um, ideally we love to keep connecting with our clients. Um, but you know, with you and going on to the CBO finisher, at that point, my hope for you would be that you're just able to find a balance with food um, and not experience those digestive symptoms, see an increase in your energy, um, in your mood, and maintain all those practices that you've started to implement for stress reduction. Um, we, at our last appointment, we had discussed kind of coming off of every supplement that wasn't necessary. And so we're just keeping you on foundational supplements, the multivitamin, your vitamin D, because we know how uh, not sunny it can become in Boston in the winter, (laughs) Um, the omega-3 support. And then we're just going to keep you on a probiotic. And so we just want to cut down to um, a few essential supplements and then get everything else that we can from food. Cool. That's awesome. So I guess let's kind of talk about how if people are interested or like want to get in touch with you or just like the, I guess, is candida common? Like, is this something that people should be nervous about having? Like, what's the, um, just to kind of give the listeners kind of an idea of like what this is about. (laughs) Sure. So yes, I would say that candida and bacterial overgrowth is common just with our environment today and the amount of pharmaceuticals that are being prescribed. Um, And so if you do have concerns um, in regards to your digestive health in general, um, feel free to reach out to our team. So we have a lot of resources that can help guide you in the right direction in regards to support. So the first thing I would say is just start, if you're interested in learning more, tune into Dr. Cabral's podcast because um, every single day is a different topic and you might find that, you know, he speaks to you kind of directly in one of his podcasts and um, someone shares a similar story that um, is able to guide you in the right direction. And then we also have a private support group, um, cabralsupportgroup.com. And then our private practice, if you'd like, to, if you're interested in working with one of our practitioners, we have a wonderful team. Um, information about that is over at stephencabral.com. And then if you're interested in looking into any of our protocols, um, like specifically the candida and bacterial overgrowth protocol, I'll link up equilibriumnutrition.com in the show notes. We'll include everything for you right at the bottom um, so that you can go check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, and I think making people just feel like it's not, like they're not broken, you know? Oh, absolutely. I know, like, when I first came to you, I was like, is this like, am I like that messed up? Yeah, you know? Um, because it's just not always talked about, like gut yeah. stuff, you know? Oh, I know. And people are always so embarrassed to be like, well, I have to tell you about something's wrong with my poop or like, I'm really gassy. And I'm like, listen, yeah. talk about all day, every day. Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, well, I literally want to know everything because it helps me figure out what's going on. And so, yeah. um, you know, the more, the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think um once I kind of realized that too it's like okay yeah like everyone goes through this like you know whether it be candida or something you know like everyone's had digestive issues in some regard and yeah. so it's not something like yeah it's not something that people talk about very openly at least not yet but I'm like hey like it's happening you know people struggle with digestion and just kind of dismiss it and put it off and don't see the value in actually like making a change or they just mm -hmm. like oh like this is just how I am and that's personally like for me I kind of had that victim mindset like oh I'm just gonna be bloated and constipated and you know just gassy and I smell bad for the rest of my life like that was just like something that was part of my identity like even growing up like I could clear a room out like as embarrassing <laughs> as that is like you know that stuff is potent it's, yeah yeah, and you're not alone in that either. And like, so if you're out there listening to this, I mean, of course, there's some level of gas and, you know, a little bit of bloating that's normal if we eat too fast or if something like has a bug in it and it's, you know, affecting our digestion, our body's trying to get rid of it. But persistent gas and bloating and, you know, really feeling the effects of it to the point where you're clearing a room, like, come to us for help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys are listening and you're experiencing anything similar, or even if you just want to reach out, talk to War or one of the other um, coaches, um, then I would suggest it because, I mean, I've had, so far, it's been great. Um, you know, it's been like an investment in myself and my health and just feeling good. And, you know, at first I think it was hard, like slowing down and making the modifications to diet and just being like, oh, I can't do whatever I want or have whatever I want, but for good reason, you know, right. um, yeah. and keeping the bigger picture in mind, like, okay, I'm sacrificing right now, but it'll be worth it. You know, it's going to be so, it's going to feel so good to feel good. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can do anything for a short period of time. Yes, for sure. It's only temporary. <laughs> are worth it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if people are trying to um, find you or find Dr. Gabral or just the podcast, where can they do that? Let's, can you just like tell us the links and I'll put them in the show notes too. Absolutely. So um, if you want to find out more information about our private practice, it's over at stephencabral.com. Any information about our supplement line or the protocols that we have are over at equilibriumnutrition.com. If you're interested in listening um, to Dr. Cabral and his daily podcast, you can just look up the Cabral concept. And then we do have a free support group where we have an amazing community of um, listeners of the podcast and clients, people that have worked in our practice that are just over there supporting each other through their health journeys and helping to troubleshoot. And that is over at cabralsupportgroup.com. 
And then uh, just another note that if you have a direct question that you want answered by Dr. Cabral himself, you can go to the podcast page and submit it. And he generally is able to answer them, you know, it's about an eight to 12 week delay, um, but he'll answer your specific question, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And for everyone listening, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, I actually had Dr. Cabral on my podcast maybe like two months ago or so. Um, and we talked about him and his his practice um, and kind of what you guys do over there at Cabral Wellness. But um, yeah, I wanted to have Laura on because she, her and I have been directly communicating, working together and my experience has been awesome. And I wanted to have her on because she's super knowledgeable and loves talking about it and uh, knows way more about this stuff than I do. I'm just like the, the student over here. So yeah, I'm really excited we were able to make it happen and have you on and talk all about the gut. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here today with you and to share this message and hopefully um, to work with any of you in the future. For sure. And, you know, you said at the beginning before we like hopped on the call, you were like, oh, I'm a little nervous, but uh, can I just say like, you are such a natural. You can oh, talk- <laughs> this is my first podcast, but hopefully many more. Yeah. If you have a specific topic you want to cover, just let me know. Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time being on the show. I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone has to say and what they think. Um, and hopefully you'll have some people reaching out to you if they are experiencing some more stuff. Um, I know I like to, you know, refer my, my clients, anyone following me, whatever, any friends to people I trust and, and like, so you're in that, you're in that uh, circle. <laughs> So happy to be in your circle. <laughs> you made it. You a lot. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks again. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what everyone thinks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and a huge shout out to Laura for just being so great, taking the time to be on the show and sharing all that she did about guts and my gut biome and poop things and just everything to do with managing stress and managing your digestion. It can really have a huge impact on your day-to-day, how you feel, how you think. Um, And I know for me, it really did make a pretty big difference once I started this protocol and started changing my diet and just my stress management I feel like I don't want to say I feel like a new person but I do feel like the new improved Sam 2.0 so I'm excited to come with you guys on your journey as Sam 2.0 and just really help you guys figure out what's been going on with your life Um, if you are experiencing digestive stuff then you know reach out to someone um, and see what's going on but I hope you did enjoy the episode I hope it was helpful for you if so please head over to my website www.balancewithsam.com or you can send me a dm on instagram or head over to itunes or spotify and give me a review all right you guys I hope you have an awesome rest of your day and tune in for an awesome next episode next week